0: Hi guys, it's Shaylee from Redeem LA, and I'm here with Danny, Deb, and Jenny. And today we're gonna talk about false doctrine.
1: Hey, guys, uh, welcome back. Uh, Just like uh, Shaylee said, Um, I was going to tell you guys, please do not forget to like us on Spotify, podcast, wherever you like. Uh, We're also on YouTube now, so I forgot to say this in the last podcast. So just, guys, remember that helps us. And honestly, if there's a blessing, give us a like, rate us. And if you don't like us, God bless you. It's okay. Just... Don't don't rate us bad. <laughs> Other than that, yeah, just like Shady said, uh, we're gonna be talking today about uh, in our infected series. We're gonna talk about false doctrines, and I think um, what I wanted to say about this is we have to understand that that the Bible, the, which is which is the book that we we try to live by, and that's our like, you know, our handbook to life, right? I think that's the best way to to see it. I think we have to understand that that doctrine is is is, is a set of teachings that guide you. That that. That you live by—it's a way of life that we live, and and we have to understand that anything that goes against it or changes one of those teachings is considered a false doctrine. For example, um, for example, I, I think everything has everything has a set of a set of doctrine. For example, there's science, there's doctrine in science, right? There's certain things that are that are facts, right? And there's certain things that cannot be changed. Like I was telling you, like for example, the way you make water, right? You need two hydrogen and one oxygen. Like no matter, you can't get three okay. hydrogen and two oxygen because you start making Same other way. stuff, right? Like it, it does. It doesn't work that way, right? And we have to understand that that is the fact. I know some people might not like this. Some people might say, "Yeah, but that's not the right way." But th- the fact is a doctrine. Doctrine is fact. Uh, a doctrine that we believe in, uh, uh, in and for us, and we believe in. I think everybody should believe because it's in the Bible. It's Jesus is God. The Bible says that. <clears throat> jesus is is out and jesus is talking to to the people and he says who do you guys think is is is, is god and they're saying oh i think oh he asks, who do you think is the messiah and he says um and all the people said oh i think john the baptist is him being there and they're saying oh john the baptist is the messiah this is messiah or maybe david was the messiah and he looks at them all and then it says that uh peter he tells them he goes oh you are the Messiah. You are You are God. Jesus, you are God. And then he says, I agree. He says, uh, what's our flesh nor blood has revealed this to you, but something my father has revealed to you. So we have to understand that this revelation doesn't come just out of you reading, but it comes through a revelation of the father. For example, how do we know that you are your dad's daughter? By him claiming you. And he says, Jenny is my daughter. Shaylee is my daughter because we all know we all know our, our parents right So it wouldn't make sense right like, it, that's, that's why when there's people that don't are, are not claimed by a father, they're called uh, not not to be mean or anything, but they're called the bastards right're they're, they're, they're there's a fatherless person. therefore there's nobody to claim them. But now with Jesus Christ, we have a father that claims us all. But I'm just saying, you see what I'm saying? So therefore, yeah. um, that is a claim that the father has made. And it becomes his claim becomes from subjective to objective. I hope you guys know what that means. And it becomes objective and it becomes fact. It becomes doctrine. It becomes something that cannot be moved, shaken, or stirred. It is what it is. And it is fact. So anybody else that says that good Jesus is not God, this is the answer. You, you see what I'm saying? He yes, has anything to say. He has to continue to preach. <laughs> you
2: know
1: I don't have anything yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, so so we have to understand that. So we have to. So we have to understand. We have to understand how we recognize it. So now, with what I said, I feel like it's obvious of how we recognize this mm-hmm. false doctrine. Anything against this is a false doctrine. And I don't want to say. I don't want to attack. I don't want to do anything of that. I just want to say you have to understand how to recognize this. If anything that goes against this teaching, um, you have to. You have to understand it, and you have to see it that. That is not the way to go we must turn back go ahead
2: i was gonna say that like how how do we recognize it the only way we will be able to recognize is by actually reading our bible i agree so we know what's in it um i i think that's like one of the 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 biggest things right like when you find a a home or a church where you hear that the word of god is taught as is um of course guys there's interpretation that can be done uh, in the bible but obviously that interpretation is not to um to soothe us or to Um, (laughs) to please us yeah to not be convenient for us right it's supposed to the gospel makes you uncomfortable doctrine Mm -hmm. makes you uncomfortable right? it makes you feel like oh my god whatever i'm doing it's not right um it's also meant to console us and uh, a whole bunch of other things right the interpretation is 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 good but what i'm saying is that they have to be teaching you what is in the bible like if it's not there that's probably not the right place for you to be in if you feel like everyone is a yes man around you probably not the place to be in um the child who is loved has correction and in the the word of god there is a lot of correction right um so i think yeah definitely if we want to know we have to be able to read um and i was going to tell you guys um i read second timothy four three and four um and i think it's awesome let me read it to you guys a time will come when people will not listen to accurate teachings instead they will follow their own desires and surround themselves with teachers who tell them what they want to hear people will refuse to listen to the truth and turn to myths. So here the truth is what? the bible right mm-hmm. and people will literally and this is happening guys you guys see it um there's churches now who say again like i have nothing against homosexuals like really come to the feet of christ your life will be changed but there i am not going to be open to your sin just like i'm not open to fornication just like i'm not open to adultery just like i'm not open to every other sin that the bible says is wrong
1: homicide rape all exactly
2: of all uh, that's a little bit harder for me but i'm still i'm trying you know mm-hmm. um you know it's it's just because it's a sin that you commit, we're not closing the doors on you, but we're saying there's change available. But there's churches now who are saying, "Come as you are." You know, just stay, just come. It's okay. You can be whatever you want here because we need another member in our church. Because what we want is to have increased membership, and that's not what that's not the what the gospel is. is. That's yeah. not what the doctrine says. Yeah. The Bible says homosexuality is a sin that is, uh, uh, how do you say, aborrece uh, that the Lord abhors. He he hates it. So what should we do? We should see that sin in us and say, oh, we abhor it too. We don't want it, right? Which is what I'm saying. These people will start to teach things and will be like, oh, yeah, yeah. because that sounds better for me, because that's convenient for me, I'm going to go there, which is when it becomes a problem. That's why read your Bibles, understand your Bibles, ask God to reveal these things to you so that you really understand uh, where where you are and what's
1: good and what's not. I also was gonna tell you guys that in Colossians 2 4 it says, and I say this to 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 one, and I'll say this so that no one will mislead you. I'm so sorry, I, I misread that. It says, I say this so no one will mislead you with arguments that merely sound good. But look, this this is the question how do I recognize false doctrine? Although I'm absent from you physically, I'm with you in spirit. Okay, so we all agree that God is within the spirit and this and I'm happy to see you how orderly you are and how you firm your faith in christ is so danny how do i recognize what whether you know i'm in the good and fa- i'm in the good or bad doctrine or i'm in the false doctrine or in the good doctrine if there's order if the spirit of the lord is there if your faith is firm all of these things we have to see those are like little check marks right some people tell me uh, uh you know remember that time that uh um it was for the i said some some hermana called us And she was signing (laughs) us. She was just like kind of like talking a little bit bad about her church but we told her not to do it anymore yeah. um, and she was telling us like oh you know like you know the uh you know now our, my, my church has just you know has turned into this horrible church and i was like man I, you know let's not talk about our church because i don't agree with talking bad about any church and then she was like yeah but you know i want to come to you guys church because they're so far and i'm like you know I, I always tell god god don't let it don't let it don't let me ever think that it's because of me but let it be because of you that people want to come i, I never want to say oh this is an amazing church because because you know the ponces are here because danny is preaching no it should be a good church because just like it says there although jesus christ is absent his spirit is here and he is happy to see how much order there is and that said there's a, there's a lot of things that we do for example i'm gonna take guys was doctrine uh, do, another doctrine is how many prophecies there is at, at a time could you have you guys ever come to a uh, like a prophecy class Oh yes, they come. Remember, there was like one time there was like fifteen prophecies yeah. for like hours. And can you ima- that, that's beautiful, right? Because that in that, yeah. that time that's, that's what it is. But imagine in the church, in, <laughs> in, this, in, it's, in yeah. the service, yeah. Uh, not yeah, in the church it happens, but in the service having fifteen prophecies after the fifteenth one, you're like, all right, bro, like okay, like you know, there's other things that must be done. There's there's that's what I'm saying that there's things that must must keep you. in order the the doctrine brings order and god is happy when he sees us uh and not not only god is happy but that's why the enclosions uh apostle paul apostle paul sees order and he goes this is the right way the uh he sees firm faith oh this is it right here this is where the where god is so just keep that in mind just so we understand that I, and like i said i don't want to attack anybody and i hope nobody feels attacked but if they do i'm very sorry but I want you guys to understand, just like just like my sister said, the false doctrines when they want to change something about the Bible, something that the Bible says, and the Bible is very clear about what it says, right? So we have to understand that. So um, we also have to understand, you guys are just quiet. If you guys need to say something, please cut me off, okay? Yeah. Um, uh, but I was going to tell you guys that we also have to understand that what we feed ourselves, what we feed our, our head, what we feed our heart, is what we believe for example um if we believe if we are are we're being fed for example i i love to say this but for example justin if we're being fed bad news all the time most likely or not you're going to be scared of the world i was telling my sister not so long ago that i was so scared to go play outside when i was a younger kid because i thought um gangsters were going to come and shoot me for some (laughs) reason i don't know why or how but that was my fear irrational fear i don't know why And, and I I was thinking, I was thinking, God, like God, why I wasn't doing this? Because my mom was a little bit fear. Like she was, she had a little bit fear in her and she passed that same fear to me. But now I understand that, that whatever I feed myself, whatever you feed yourself spiritually. So for example, you come to church for five years and you don't study the Bible. And then you go to another church that they say that Allah is God and Allah is the almighty. What do you think your spirit is going to be? Confused Conflicted vulnerable. if Vulnerable Because you don't even You don't even know What to believe in the first place Therefore If you don't even know What to believe in the first place You'll fall for anything You don't even understand What's the beginning And and that's We have to understand that It's not bad to It's not I, I don't want to say Because I feel like Everybody has their choice To do what they are But if you're underage Read your Bible fill yourself with this knowledge and the word of God in order to go and explore other other things because I feel like I feel like um for example I, I've read a little bit of the of the Quran uh, the Quran or the, I don't know what it's called but I've read of the of the of the Arabic like Bible a little bit and a lot of things are copied from the Bible like a lot of things I'm like mm, this isn't familiar uh these this is not familiar just look at their ending their ending is that when they die seven virgins are given to them so yes please please as I told you come off because now I continue speaking.
3: Um um you were saying that that as young people it's important for us to read the Bible. Yeah. Which I agree on and and also um I think as young people we're also like scared to like question cuz like sometimes I remember when I started when I started to get like I've always been in church but like when I actually started wanting to get closer to Jesus there was like some some things that that i would get preached about and be like but like why is that bad but like we're we're all like put in that mindset where we shouldn't question it because god says it and we just have to accept it and i think it's it's important to like tell like us young people that it's okay to question it and um a verse that can back me up on that is is first john 4 1 and it says my dear friends don't believe everything you hear carefully weigh and examine what people tell you not everyone who talks about god comes from god there are a lot of lying preachers loose in the world and that just kind of like um brings assurance to me that that if something doesn't make sense to me it's okay to like ask my leader hey can you explain this more so that so that i'm not lost you know and also like um Like during these preachings, I've learned I really suck at this. But but taking notes is like super important Important. because because I've like whenever I do take notes, I I feel better at the end because I'm like, oh, I understood this. And I feel like I was like actually like
2: actively listening. Yeah.
3: And and like last week. My friend, she was taking notes, and I literally wouldn't have like caught this, but she caught like something like that that was said wrong. But it's not. It's but I'm not saying like my apostle was wrong, because yeah. but it was yeah. just wrote, like a small mistake. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And and then after I was just like, damn, I wasn't taking notes, and but my friend noticed, and yeah, I I just brought that up because. It's important to
1: it, it, it keeps you yeah. awake. That's what I'm trying to say. Like like when you when you are a true disciple. That's what I'm saying. Like like look uh, I don't want to say I'm shame, right? But I like that's what I'm saying. Look what Jesus said. It says when Jesus came down and he was glorified, he says, Go and make disciples. Mm-hmm. What did disciples do? They were not just listeners. They were not just people that looked and just be like, Oh, okay, glory to God, let's go back home. Disciples are people that go write down notes, take notes, and guess what they do afterwards? They Thank go God. home, yeah. And Study. Review them. Yeah. Review. Yeah. That's exactly what I, what I teach you in accelerated ascension, right? Yeah. Like it's not just about listening to their preachers because the, the preachers. There's a lot of them. Real teachers. There's a few of them. Uh, you you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I, I know I, I'm gonna give it to you right now. But I just want to I <laughs> want to tell you guys. I want to tell you guys. I want you guys to understand that that real teachers. There's only a few real teachers are the people that make you uncomfortable. Real teachers are the people that are like. Mm, oh, maybe I shouldn't be doing this the right way. You know what I mean? But go ahead, go ahead, please. I,
2: I was just going to back up what you were saying that with the real teachers, Ephesians 4.11, he also gave apostles, prophets, um, evangelists, as well as pastors and teachers as gifts to his church. Their purpose. So the the people we listen to, we have to make sure that their purpose aligns with what the Bible says, because that is our doctrine. Is what are, is what they're doing, or what they're, no, is what they're doing, what they're doing, does it match with what the Bible says or does it not? Their purpose is to prepare God's people. Are they preparing God's people to serve? Are they serving? And to build up the body of Christ. Are they tearing us down or are they building us up? This is to continue until all of us are united in our faith and in our knowledge about God's son. Are they teaching us about faith? Are they teaching us about God's son? You know, Or what do they say? That God's son is just a prophet. No, right? Until we become mature, until we measure up to the to Christ, who is the standard. Pe- not people who say, be like me. They say, don't look at me, look at Christ, right? Because that is a standard that we should be measuring up to. Then we will no longer be little children tossed and carried about by all kinds of teachings that change like the wind. We will no longer be influenced by people who use cunning and clever strategies to lead us astray. And there's another version that says... Um, instead of teachings it says doctrine right so we understand when we listen or when we pick wisely who is going to be the person to teach us and we examine them we say are these are these the things that they're doing are they doing the purpose that god has said or are they false prophets are they the false ones who who talk to us nonsense who say oh you should do this because it's convenient for you no then we will understand this and we will reach a standard of christ right well it's kind of hard um but we will get there, right? With with maturity, as we stop being children, and then it's gonna be. Uh difficult to have a sway to go from oh maybe it's this oh no maybe it's not why because we understand what our bible says we mm-hmm. understand what what the things that we believe are
0: and the verse to back you up for the false prophets and matthew 7 15 to 20 spare me because they're like five verses but it says beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing and inwardly are, ravenous, wo- are ra- ravenous? Ravenous. Ravenous. ravenous wolves you will recognize them by their true fruits are grapes are grapes gathered from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Thristle, so every healthy tree bears good fruit, but the the, um, the deceased trees bears bad fruit. A healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a deceased tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire thus you will recognize them by their fruits and I I wanted to mention a little um when I first like started like actually like getting into God and like wanting to build a better relationship with him I would listen to like other preachers and be like okay um at first because I couldn't understand uh the Spanish teachings that the apostle does so I was like okay let me try to find more simpler people on like YouTube and stuff But the thing is with that, like, you have to be very careful because it tends to confuse you. And they tend to, um, like, I don't know how to, like, say it, but they they don't teach what the Bible is exactly saying. And so in the verse, Romans 16, 17 through 18, it says, Brothers and sisters, I want you to be very careful of those who causes arguments and hurt people's faith by teaching things that are against what you learned stay away from them people like that are not serving our Lord Jesus Christ but they are pleasing themselves they use fancy talk and say nice things to fool those who don't know about evil when you're like I I well I mean I'll say me when I was starting off I was really naive to like what the word so I believed everyone everything that everyone was telling me but yeah like Jenny would say I would question stuff but I'll be like oh it's because god said it and so it must be true yeah yeah Yeah, but it's not like (laughs) when when danny actually started being our teacher in the youth that's when i started like learning like how it is and how it's supposed to go and so that's things that can be twisted and um misinterpreted yes misinterpreted you know
1: know, i I always i always found out that like i'm gonna say as like as as latino people we we try to set a standard that nobody can reach. For example, in my standard as a leader is a lot higher than your standards. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, you, I already, already told you, if you guys are preaching and if you guys are teaching, you guys are, most likely than not, you're going to reach a standard where God is going to require a lot more to you, right? N- not yet, but as you yeah. guys are growing, right? Mm-hmm. So. I always, I always knew that, and my sister always tells me this. She goes, "You know, your standard is not the same as their standard," and I, I agree. I, have, I must be reminded because I want to hold my standard to everybody. But I want to <laughs> tell you guys that that sometimes, as parents, or sometimes as, as kids, sometimes our parents give us a standard that nobody, a doctrine that nobody gave them. And, and yeah. uh, for example, I'm going to give you guys one. For example, kids, um, you know, for example, we believe in holiness, right? But we have to understand as well that we come. We, we come, we have to come to Christ like we are and leave changed, right? You, you know what I'm saying? Like, for example, I remember, I remember t- some people telling me, oh, Danny, I hear bad music. How, how how can I get get out of it? And I'm like, well, dude, you can't stop listening to music from one day to another one. So, but what you can do is start filling up your cup with good stuff. Read the mm-hmm. Bible, listen to the Bible, and start seeing. And as that goes, as the overflowing of good things is going to happen, all the bad things are coming out, overflowing comes out, and guess all there's uh, there's left is the good things. And I remember that a lot of kids get frustrated. A lot of people, most of you guys were frustrated because the standard that was given to be Christian was holy and that's it. Mm-hmm. And you were like, dude, that's impossible. That's impossible to reach. Holiness is, is impossible. And I, all of a sudden I was like, no, no, no. God, and I remember I told you guys, I would never forget I told you guys. Like, God, does, God doesn't want perfection. He wants progress. That's what he wants to see. I feel like he gets much happier from somebody that's pro- progressing steadily than somebody that reaches everything that he wants out of quickly. Like he goes, oh, he reached it just because he was following the law, but he doesn't understand grace. He doesn't understand mercy. It's like it's like you have nephews, right? Since you're gonna talk right now, you have nephews, right? Like, how do you feel when they want to reach something and they can't reach it? Don't, isn't there something that inside of your heart that goes, "Let me help them, no yeah. matter like what a they." Tender heart. You're like a tender heart. Imagine, imagine if you feel that. Imagine how much more God feels that. Yeah, that's beautiful. You know what I mean? Like he he must say, "Look at this kid. This guy is." I told him not to do it and I it was not going to be possible and yet he's there reaching, jumping, moving, and he's sweating and he's trying, here, let me give it to him. He, he deserves it. He's giving it, right? Even if yeah. he say no cookies, right? Mm-hmm. And you know that, okay, maybe he can do it for a while, but if he's there constantly, you're like, all right, do get mom or just sister, give just give him one, you know? <laughs> like, like there, there's a tender, there's a tender, there's, there's like almost like a, oh my God, now imagine God for us that he loved us so much he was willing to give us his own son. So just look, I just want to say this. Keep this in mind. Just keep this in mind. So when you hear the doctrine, this is a doctrine that we must listen to. But go ahead.
3: Um and I was gonna relate it to um the Pharisees with um the Pharisees were like trying to set like standards, um, with their laws, which yes, the laws were correct, but Jesus but Jesus um came and like corrected them and told them that that they should be, I guess like softer i guess Mm -hmm. and more forgiving towards these people because i can just imagine like these people were these people were so um like lost and they were like during that time like every time i read the stories like there was just a bunch of people who were sick who were all these things and the pharisees are like screaming at them and telling them no you can't do this blah 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 but jesus is there to like remind them like no you got to be like more more softer. And he showed them that. He didn't only preach it. He showed them.
1: Yeah, and you you have to remind that. Just, just so we understand who the Pharisees were. Because sometimes I literally, guys, I'm not going to lie to you guys. That's, that's my prayer. That's my prayer. And I always tell God, God, don't let me be a Pharisee. Because the Pharisees knew the law backwards, frontwards. And they were the first people that didn't allow Jesus to be who he was. Mm. So we have to understand that. Just because we know this doesn't mean that we get to judge. Doesn't mean to be like you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Mm -hmm. Relax, that's not your job. The only person that should judge is Christ. So you see see what I'm saying? If you need to judge, judge according to your circle, judge according to your church. If you see somebody that gets up and prophesies, Hermana Jenny, you already know that what happens. That's not right. Yeah, right. That is a time to judge, yeah. but to other people, let's not judge because guys, only Jesus does. Only God will. So we have to understand that that is another another false doctrine, right? That it, it, for us, right, to be like Pharisees. Oh no, you're not doing this right. you No, no, no. Relax, relax, relax. If they want to do it like that, let them do it. At the end of the day, the Bible says that their own destruction will come quickly. Mm-hmm. So let them let them be destroyed, or preach them good news. So they can come to you. But go ahead. I'm sorry. And you know
0: what's crazy? Is that we make stricter rules. That are very hard for people to do. But we don't even follow those rules ourselves.
3: Right. You know. And
0: and Luke uh, 11.37 to 41. It says. uh, um, That. It talks about how Jesus hated. Like this. uh When people did this. And it says here. After Jesus had finished speaking. With the Pharisee. Asked Jesus. A Pharisee. Asked Jesus to eat with him. So he went. And took a place at the table, but the Pharisee was surprised when he saw that Jesus did not wash his hands before his first meal. Um, The Lord said to him, The washing you Pharisees do is like cleaning only the outside of a cup uh, Mm. or a dish, but what is inside of you? You want only a chi and her people. You are foolish. The same one who made what is... Outside also made what is inside. So pay attention the, to what is inside and give to the people who need help. Then you will be fully clean. Another verse in Colossians 2, 20 to 23, it says, You died with Christ and you were made free from the powers that influence this world. So why do you act as if you still belong to this world? I mean, why do you follow, the, the follow rules like... Like these, don't eat this, don't taste that, don't touch that, like, come on. Like, these rules are talking about earthly things that are gone after they are used. These are only human commands and teachings. These rules um, may seem to be wise as part of a a made-up religion in which people pretend to be humble, Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> and mad um, pretend- mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> She's I'm not that mad guy. I'm,
1: I'm like. just thinking that you should read the Bible like that. It's <laughs> so good. Uh, um, oh, my gosh. you
0: love my Um Human commands and these teachings and religion in which people pretend to be humble and punish their bodies, but they do not help people doing the evil that the sinful self wants to do. So, it's, it's, it's like crazy to me. That we, we think, oh, we can do this, we can do that. But in the, bio, in the doctrine, it doesn't say that. It says, like, be lenient. Well, of the triangle of, of liberty. Um, liberty. Yes. Does it edify you? Does, does it, it control, um, control you? you? And does it, um, it convenient? Con- convenient? It convenient. Yeah. Is it convenient for you? You just, yeah.
1: No, and you know what I was going to tell you? That, that all of this doctrine, like everything you said was, for example, I'm going to tell you as another doctrine holiness is doctrine, right? Mm-hmm. Servitude is a type of doctrine. It, well, it's not a type; it's part of our doctrine, right? Sorry, <laughs> it's the type of doctrines that gets our own doctrine, right? But servitude is 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 another doctrine because, uh, for example, the world says if you are served, you are the greatest. In our doctrine, it says if you serve, you are the greatest. That's why. Why do you think apostles and prophets and everybody were called to serve? Honestly. That's the number one thing that we should see. But I was going to tell you guys that as well, that within these doctrines, we have to watch out for the people that preach otherwise. I'm going to tell you guys why. In 2 Peter 2 1, it says, In the past, 2 Peter 2 1, in the past, there were false prophets among God's people. I'm reading the ERV version so we can all understand. It is the same now. You will have some false teachers in your group, they will teach you things that are wrong ideas that will cause people to be lost. And they will teach you in a way that will be hard for you to see what they are wrong. They will even refuse to follow the master who bought their freedom. And so, listen, and so they will quickly destroy themselves. But listen, listen, this is exactly what I want to tell you. This is the false the false doctrine that I'm trying to say. Many people will follow them. Check this out. I'm going to read this one more time. Many people will follow them in the morally wrong things they do. In other verses, in other verses it says, in their promiscuous ways. That's what I'm trying to say. The doctrine calls for holiness, to progression towards holiness. It doesn't mean you're going to be holy from one thing to another. It calls for progress. This doctrine calls for, you want to fornicate? You want to stay this way? Go ahead and do it. Just come back. That is the wrong way, and it says, and because of them, others will say bad things about the truth we follow. So imagine this: look, look, look what I'm saying. As I'm trying to say. That that's how, as, as I'm trying to say. It, this is so so important to understand. That false doctrines will call out. Many, many, many people. Why? Because it's easier to follow. It's easier to say, oh, uh, Shaylee, you want to drink on Saturday and then come direct on Sunday? It's okay. You can go. You can do that. People want to have that freedom. I want you guys to understand that we don't have that freedom. But people want this freedom. People want to say, I don't want to feel judged when I come tomorrow. And, and and we start getting accustomed to that. But I want to tell you guys this, that that is a false teacher. That is a false uh, a false doctrine. The real doctrine is that you know that Monday comes and you know that Monday and Friday and Sunday feel so off. But you're trying your best. You're praying. You're looking for God. You want to have that 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 worship with God in your daily lives, so you may continue to come back and be used by God, right?
2: Yeah, Danny. I, I l- sorry,
1: sorry. No, I, no. I, I, I preached almost. <laughs> no, right? no.
2: It was beautiful, and I read the rest of uh, Second Peter two, two.
1: It's good, huh?
2: Wow, it's really great. Uh, I'm definitely gonna read this when I get home. Um, <laughs> I was just gonna say that I, I wanted to add something to what Shaylee was saying because what she said was a lot of like what like man made rules, right? Mm-hmm. This is not to say, guys. I just want to make it so clear because I don't want to cause any confusion that let's say like you joined the worship team, Shaylee, and I'm like, yo, the uniform is black skirt and white shirt. You're like, and you no, come in white? because that is a man made rule. <laughs> And I shall follow it within <laughs> the Bible does it see that. Like, guys, let's not be ridiculous, you yeah. know? There's rules also set in places to keep order mm-hmm. and, um... Yeah. Well, with order, order, I, read, I think, right? order and, yeah, like you were saying, right, leads you to holiness, right. um...
1: And I want to tell you that the Bible says that God is a, is a, is, a, is a is a God of peace, and that word peace is order. How do you achieve peace? For example, how does how do we achieve? For example, right now we're in peace, right? How do we achieve in order? Everything it's in orderly manner, and everything happens. What I'm trying to say is, in their false in their false doctrine, in their meaning of uh, of of the essence of what we believe in. You know what I'm saying? Like what we're talking about, for example, holiness. Holiness is like people people think it's. People think it's like, oh, why even try if it's not reached if you can't reach it? But no, like I was telling you guys, I'd rather try to reach it and never attain it than never try to reach. And God goes, why don't you ever try to reach? Why don't you ever try to be like me? So look if you guys if you guys just read second Second Peter two, it literally talks about uh, you know, the false teachers only want your money. You know, I, I, honestly, if you just read it, it, it tells you all these things. But I, what I want to tell you guys says is, is that I don't want you guys to go home and think, "Oh, you know, I need to be, you know, I need, I can't watch TV, I can't go watch the new Spider-Man movie, I can't." <laughs> you know, the Bible and God wants us to have a nice life. God wants us to 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 have a beautiful life, but as well as a spiritual life, He wants us to have a disciplined life. A lot of people. In 1 Timothy, it says that working out has its, has its uh, perks. But spiritual life has a bigger perk. So, so, And when I say perk, it's like a blessing. It's like something beautiful. It's something that that gives you an edge over everybody. And I want you guys to understand that this discipline, this spiritual discipline is greater. And that's what we must. That's Honestly, that's what I tell everybody. It's going to the gym. Going to church and having doctrines that go into the gym. You pick up one and you go, okay, here we go. Oh, now you got it. Okay, you got to put it down. And now you got to do what? You got to get it heavier because if not, it doesn't grow. All you are going to get it is as defined? You get, you get comfortable and your muscle, for example, your muscles. If, for example, you got a 10, right? And you pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Like it's going to be cut, like your arm's going to be cut, but it's not going to get bigger. If you want to get bigger, you got to go up and you got to pick up the 20 and the 30 and the 40. And that's where you got freaking like people like this that are picking up 60, 70, 80 pounders because they understood the same thing as with this, this doctrine. As we go, we pick it up and we make it a little bit more difficult. And we make it a little more difficult. And we have to make it a little bit harder because this road, the Bible says, it's narrow. But I'm sorry. If I'm continuing to speak so much, I am so sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. We're reaching 30 minutes. Last, last thoughts. Do you have any last thoughts? I just want go, to read go, one. Go, read uh, one, it. One read it. It's
2: called, uh, it's not called. It's Matthew 23, 13. It says, But woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you shut the kingdom of heaven in people's faces, for you neither enter yourselves nor allow those who would enter to go in. And uh, this was pretty much Jesus just telling them, like, you guys are fools. Like, you guys say, for example, one of the things he was saying is um, the Pharisees would say, oh, if you swear on the temple or if you curse the temple, it's not a big deal. But if you swear on the gold of the temple then you shall be cursed and jesus is just like what the heck does that even mean well obviously he didn't say it like that you know this yeah, is yeah. me uh, <laughs> my version <laughs> uh, he's just kind of like what how does that even make sense right and so he's saying like you guys are just uh, he says you guys are uh, washed tombs right like beautiful on the outside like you were saying but dead on the inside there's nothing good in you don't be like these people who say oh this is the kingdom of god but you can't enter and you don't enter either Right, so I, I thought that was awesome. The person who is teaching you, the person who is giving you doctrine, because there is a um, a Bible verse that says, "Yeah, listen to these people, but don't don't follow them. Don't be like them, because what they say, they don't do." Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
2: Right. So I, I think it's awesome. Right. Let's let's pay attention to what the, the things that people say. I think um, the way to wisdom, guys, really is listening, uh, really hearing, and obviously reading the Word of God. Right. But by listening to people, you really understand what is inside of them. What is what are their intentions? If you just be quiet for long enough, people will reveal what
0: they Yeah,
3: yeah for real. Um,
2: so, yeah, I, that's it. That's just my thing is, like, really pay attention. Who's teaching you? Where are you learning? What are you reading? Uh, I'm a big reader. I love reading. Um, but I have had to understand that not everything I read is you know factual. yeah like sometimes we watch a movie or read a book or like a love story and you're like wow i expect it to be like this so let's read the bible guys let's focus on reading the bible and understanding because it is the end of times i believe it firmly and um yeah i, I
1: don't want to be here when that happens any more comments, guys? Before we wrap it up, you good?
0: I just find it crazy on how this verse on Proverbs sixteen nine it says, "A man's mind plans his way as his journeys through life, but the Lord directs his steps and establishes them." Don't be too strict on how you are, but let go and let God.
1: Look, I I, I agree completely with that, and I agree which is with with uh, Deborah and and Shaylee together. I think I think just I think to give the last point I would like to say this. There's two ends of the spectrum here in the doctrine, right? There's a doctrine that is super liberal, that, sorry, not I don't want to say like there's the false doctrine that is super liberal and then there's a there's another doctrine that is super like don't do this, don't do that, don't do this. I think the best way to stay in the middle, just just like the triangle of liberty, the true doctrine, right? The doctrine that, that just like it says, it doesn't keep you away from the kingdom. It doesn't tell you, we have to go in there, but nobody gets in there. And not the other one that everybody comes in and stays how they are and nobody changes. No, no, it, it's in the middle, guys. Keep it in the middle so we don't become Pharisees and we need to become false teachers. We have to be the right teachers, just like Paul, just like Peter, just like all those apostles, even just like Jesus Christ. He said, he called the right, the right, uh, what's it called? The right doctrine doctrine he brought it in and he acted according to the doctrine so keep that in mind and um guys honestly we've been reaching like 35 minutes if i'm not wrong or, or like around 40 41 51 not 46 40, 36 Woo! okay we gotta end it but i was gonna tell you guys the guys that please follow us on on our on our what you want to do i just want to say one of- <laughs> <laughs>
2: sorry i just thought about it when you said it i, I was going to tell you that we we can't um exclude the holy spirit from this of course um the holy spirit also will be a good guide he'll be an awesome guide uh, the bible says that um he the the spirit is who understands god's thoughts and we have been given the mind of christ so who is the mind of christ the holy spirit the holy spirit the little voice inside of you that says no don't go there don't do that come on you can do it let's go the one that consoles you when you're sad the holy spirit will be our guide so let us be full of the holy spirit okay
1: i, I think that's the first one right before you choose those those type, those three uh type of teachers i think that's the first one right make sure you have a, a good connection with yeah. the holy spirit and then with <laughs> so with that connection yeah. and you learn to discern what's good and what's right but guys 37 minutes that is enough for today and i don't want to bore you guys anymore but guys don't forget to follow us on redeem la on instagram guys there's going to be a link there there's a link for all our podcasts on our all our instagram stuff all our tiktok stuff uh highlights whatever it is whatever it is that we have in there Please, please stay connected. If you have any questions, if you don't agree with us, if you want to rate us, please give us a, give us a call, give, not a call, but DM us. <laughs> I feel like I'm in the radio, but I'm not, right? But uh, um, other than that, guys, thank you guys for your time. Thank you guys for your 37 minutes of your time. God bless you guys, and I'll see you guys next week. So see you later. God bless.